We jump right in with another ATTENTION NATIONS OF THE WORLD speech. Man, I am so glad I don't live in this universe. Every time I'd sit down to watch G.I. Joe, the show would be interrupted by this goofball. Unless... Is that what's happening to me now? I just blew my own mind. This time, Cobra has decided to destroy all the energy in the world, which is apparently a thing you can do with a few planes and tanks. Oh, and a laser gun that runs on diamonds. Fortunately, Duke and Scarlet are on the case. Also these two guys, one of whom likes to make jokes, and the other is deadly serious. They said what their names were, but I'm gonna pretend I didn't catch them so somebody can tell me in the comments. Later on, I may also get a fact wrong for the sake of a joke, so commenters, be ready! Meanwhile, at Cobra HQ, Cobra Commander is already celebrating his victory while Destro is pointing and sternly insisting that they not celebrate yet. Also, he refers to himself in the third person. Then the two bantery guys sink a Cobra bubble base out in the middle of the ocean, and one of those dudes reveals that he's Buzz Lightyear. Note, I know that he's not. This was the incorrect fact that I referenced earlier. Then Duke and some other dude fight Cobras with their jets and everybody parachutes to safety. Clearly Cobra is getting just as annoyed by this as I am, so they decide to just shoot the parachuting guys. Nice work! Duke and the other dude, who is apparently called Ace, crash in the jungle and into the waiting hands of Major Blood and his army of almost naked native men. Um... Meanwhile, Scarlet cosplays as a granny and breaks into the suburban Rambler that Cobra is currently using as headquarters. Man, losing that floating bubble was a bigger deal than I thought. She roughs one of the Cobra guys up a bit and he pretends to be scared. I don't know, I'm not really convinced, personally. You wouldn't lie to me, would you? No, no, not, not with my life in your hands. Cobra Commander makes the mistake of going on TV again, which is exactly the opportunity that the most generic-looking Joe ever needs to... do something track them, I guess? I wasn't really paying attention because I couldn't stop thinking about how incredibly bland this guy is. He makes the handsome blonde dude look exotic. I totally get why the team is made up of cowboys and ninjas and sailors now. Back in the jungle, Major Blood reveals that this tribe works for Cobra because they needed superior weapons to fight a neighboring tribe. Whoa, that's a pretty heavy historical parallel to that one Star Trek episode. Wait a minute, the last one of these took some cues from Star Trek as well. We're gonna be in real trouble if they start cribbing from good episodes. Ace pulls the old pretend-to-be-sick trick, which helps him and Duke escape from Cobra's incredibly clever pit of Cobras. Then they discover Cobra's blood diamond mine, and Duke kamikazes a plane into it, which somehow blows up all the other planes and helicopters Cobra had parked outside. Then that generic guy, whose name is apparently Sparks? tracks Cobra's signal to the Falklands. Given the lengthy production cycle of animation, that's actually kind of a timely reference if you know anything about the war that Argentina fought with the UK over the Falklands in 1982. Which, as it turns out, I do not. Back at Cobra HQ, Destro is still pointing when the Joes invade. Now, I get being a crazy tyrant with a cool visual theme, I really do, but maybe you shouldn't make your hidden base in the shape of a giant snake's head. Guys, you were trying to hide. Is this how Scarlet found that other base earlier because the mailbox was shaped like a four-foot cobra? Anyway, the good guys win, restoring the world's dependency on finite reserves of petroleum. Yo, Joe! 